everyone. I'm so excited for you to meet my next guest. I met her actually in 2012 when she trains me for my fourth and last fitness competition. She got me in the very best shape of my life and I actually won that title all because of this woman. The title I won was Miss Bikini Diva, so it was so special and just so exciting for me to achieve that. But through the training, I fell in love with her because she's not only gorgeous on the outside and she has an incredible body, it's not fair, but she works very hard at it and she's gonna talk about that. But she's super real and she just goes through the same struggles that we all do. So no matter when you see someone, as beautiful as her, she's going to talk about things that might surprise you. So I am introducing Miss Nicole Costa. She is a mom of two, Maya and Cameron. She is a WBFF pro, a two-time Oxygen Magazine cover model, a former Miss Model Universe, transformation specialist, the founder and co-owner of Body Rock, and the founder of the BU. Tiffle workshop, which I love, and I can't wait to talk about that. So, welcome to the show. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you very much for having me. I was super excited when you um, had texted me to invite me on. Yay! So, for those that don't know you, why don't you tell a little bit about yourself, your backstory? Yeah. So, like you said, you kind of read off some of the, I call them bragging rights, right? <laughs> Things that I have done in my life. Let's list them. But um, you know, it's, it's, it's ever changing when someone says, tell me a little bit about you, the, who I am today is so different than who I was, you know, 10 years ago and the things that are important to me now. So today I am a mom of two, um, who struggles just like every other mom to maintain balance. Um, I'm an entrepreneur, right? And so I have this natural, I guess, gift of juggling a lot of things at once. Um, and that's been my life for a very long time. Um, but my main, my main gig is mommy first. I'm a mom to Maya who's seven, Cameron who's three. Um, and we, we juggle it all from owning our businesses. We, now we have two gyms. Um, I don't know if you mentioned it, but Body Rock. And um, my, my day-to-days are chaotic and we call it organized chaos where, you know, you just try to be as productive as you can within your days, um, but still I talk to women a lot about balance in life um, because we know that so many things, so many different things can consume us, whether it be our business, Body Rock can easily consume me or being a mother that can easily consume someone. So um, I've found myself a lot lately talking about the struggle of balance. Um, so that's, that's me current present day, Nicole, mom of two, just struggling like everyone else to make it happen. Um, and somehow we Right. But being a mom of two, like you said, it's super busy and you have little ones because they are, Maya is seven and Cameron's three. So that's a really busy time in a mom's life and to have a career. So you talked about balance a few times. So you believe in balance, right? Because some people don't, they say, oh, well, I can't balance, but it seems like you try to balance. So how would you tell someone in your situation right now that's maybe a career woman, she's at home, she's so overwhelmed, how do, how do you do it? How do you manage the kids and your career? Yeah, so it's a few things, Kelly. I mean, I think the number one word I think of, of all the times that I've ever looked back and said, wow, I was super productive and I felt like 
my life was really balanced. And that word is discipline. Um, I just, as an entrepreneur and a mom and, you know, for me and you too, we don't have bosses. We don't have to clock in and out. So it's very easy to get sidetracked. And so when someone can get really good or even mastering that, that word discipline, um, you know, it's up to me to get up at 4 a.m., right? And so that's my first piece of advice is I get up early before my kids and see the second my eyes open, I go, okay, game on. How much can I get done before my kids wake up? Whether that's going to train clients or training myself or doing some, some things to put my mindset in the right place for the day. Um, so it, it's all up to me to stay disciplined because no one's telling me I have to do anything, right? And so I try really hard to create these feasible time blocks and try to make my to-do list for the day realistic. Um, because I can't tell you how many times, Kelly, I've made to-do lists and I'm like, who the heck did I think I was thinking I could get that all done in one day? No way. So now I'm like, yeah. okay, let's prioritize. Let's be disciplined to take the time to prioritize in what are the top three things that I need to crush today? Um, get my butt up early, making sure I'm feeding and fueling myself at my best so that I can have the energy for my days and for my kids. Um, and, you know, I'll tell you, I've had days and weeks and months where there's no balance. And I've looked at Greg and I'm like, wow, I feel like a terrible mother because I don't feel like I've been spending quality time with my kids. And I'm sure a lot of mothers can relate to that, especially if they're entrepreneurs. Um, but every time I've stayed disciplined with my time, um, balance happens. I love that. And it seems like you have a list of non-negotiables. Mm -hmm. That's what I call them. Things that I just will not negotiate with. And that's super important, I think, for people because if you don't have that list and you're not clear about what your non-negotiables are, like you said, you are going to be all over the place. Yeah. And that's where the chaos comes in. So, you know, we do have our to-do list, and which is super important. We don't get to them, like you said. <laughs> Sometimes mine, I look the same way and I'm like, what the heck was I thinking? And, you know, they carry over from Monday through Friday sometimes, and that's okay, too. I put them in my phone sometimes, and I do. Monday, I copy-paste to Tuesday, copy-paste. Yeah. <laughs> you know, have you done that? <laughs> but, you know, things that are non-negotiable, like for you, is waking up early. So, you know, you're in fitness, and you're a role model for these women that are coming into your studio in I think that's a vet. You're setting such a great example to them to just, if I got to get my workout in, well, then I should get up early too because sure. we can make excuses all day long. But if that's what the goal that, you know, if that's the goal in their life, it's the goal in your life, you're making it happen. That's the difference. You're setting your yeah. alarm and making it happen. Right. And again, it all comes down to discipline. And I'm a big fan of um, Mel Robbins. And um, she talks about her five-second rule. Love. So every time I get up, I'm like, okay, five, four, three, two, one. I have no time to think or debate. I get up. And again, it goes back to discipline because how many times has that alarm gone off? And I'm like, oh, just 10 more minutes, right? So, um, yeah, I, I feel like that one word has carried me to lots of experiences in my life where I can look back and say, wow, I was successful because... I really hold a lot of value to discipline. Mm. So. I love that. That is, I think that's one of the number one traits, if you want to call it, that we need to have and set into place. Yeah. So thank you. I love that so much. Because, Kelly, um, really quick about non-negotiables. Two, just to kind of give tips. 
two non-negotiables for me, um, and this is a hard one for a lot of people, but um, just really trying to stay clear of negativity, toxic people, just, you know, we all, we all know what that means. And then TV has been a big one. A lot of women are like, you don't watch any shows or anything. I'm like, hey, listen, if it's not helping me grow <laughs> or helping my family, you know, proceed forward, um, then no, I'm not interested. And it's funny because some of my clients will talk about like shows that they binge watch and I'm like, and they're like, have you watched it? I'm like, nope. <laughs> so I are- am on that page with you. Yeah. I just don't have the time. <laughs> you know, it's not even the time. I don't have, I don't want that filtering through my head, all that trash, honestly, to be completely honest. My husband will say, oh, did you see the news? I'm sorry, and I'm not trying to be. I know. I don't know the word, but I, I don't want to watch the negative. Somebody killing somebody, and mm-hmm. and then it makes me upset inside. So I agree. There's a lot of things out there that are negative that can bring you down. And Nicole, what do you do instead? How do you feed your soul? Yeah, it's funny. I actually just wrote this down because I don't want to forget. Um, I. So we create our own space, right? We create our own space or we have the power to create our own space in real life, in real time, but also in social media. Um, And I actually just shared this story with a client. Um, There's a gentleman that I've known for a very long time. I I mean, when I was heavy into fitness modeling, we'd go to every fitness expo, like, you know, the Arnold Classics and um, the Olympia. So I, I just to knew to know him as a friend and he posted something the other day on instagram and the left was so it was two pictures of the same woman it was actually a cartoon drawing the left was her clothes she had like a pretty dress on and there were 400 likes and then the same woman in a very skimpy bikini and it was like 1 million likes and so he went on this rant and he's like you know just all these women on my feed, you need to understand that you don't have to get half naked to get acceptance and blah, blah. And I almost wanted to respond back and say, hey, buddy, you created that environment because you chose to follow them and allow these women into your life, right? And it's the same thing in real life. We control our surroundings and who we allow um, to let us, you know, take their energy, whether it's good or bad, right? So, um, that's really important to me to be very, we talk about the word non-negotiable. I, I have done, I've tried really hard this year, Kelly, to create my environment, whether that be social media and who I choose to follow or who I choose to let into my life. Um, and I think the older you get, the more it becomes a non-negotiable. Um, it has to. I think it has to. And that's even for a lot of young girls out there that might listen to this. Um, they are on social media, you know, we are too, the same amount of time probably. We think they're on it more, but we probably are too in the comparison game. And it's awful to see these young girls, you know, I don't look like that and I'm never going to look like that. And it really just can take a toll on a person. And really, it's hard to get out of that, you know, building up your own self-esteem again when you lose so much every day. You're chipping away every single time you look at an image like that one you said of a woman that doesn't look like you or you're never going to look like that. I mean, we're all different and that's what we have to really focus on, right? I mean, let me get into, I want to talk about your clients because you are a transformation coach. So 
you know, talking about all this beauty out there and, you know, fitness modeling, I'm sure you had your moments when you were fitness modeling that you were comparing yourself, right? Yeah, of course. But how did you handle that? How did you keep going? I mean, my show is called Addicted to the Climb. You're a climber. So how did you get past the comparison when you were going for the oxygen cover, you know, the cover and trying to beat out other women that wanted that cover? Tell me a little about that. Yeah, I think a lot of it is self-talk. It's just self-talk and, and saying, all right, Nicole, shut up. Like just shutting yourself up when you notice yourself starting to go into that negative zone. Um, and so, man, talk about, you know, positive daily affirmations. That's something I've been doing for a very long time. And I even remember with my first oxygen cover, when I tell you, Kelly, I walked in to, um, it was with Paul Bassetta, and I walked into his uh, studio and in that room were probably 12 other women fighting for the same cover. And I looked around and I said, who do I think I am being in this room? And I just started talking crap to myself. Like, there's no way. I don't even know how I got in here. Like, there's no way in heck I'm ever going to land this cover. These women are gorgeous, more muscle than me. You know, and so I immediately started to compare. And I'll tell you, a turning point in my life was the day I ever opened my email and Stacy Kennedy at the time said, congratulations, you landed our next Oxygen magazine cover. And when I tell you, <laughs> I, I rarely ever get very speechless. I just froze. And that was a point, point in my life, Kelly, where I said, Nicole, do not ever doubt yourself another day in your life um, because we all do it, right? What did I, what was the first thing we did when we hopped on here? I was like, oh wow, look at her hair. Look at, if you all could see Kelly's hair right now, she looks like a Barbie doll. <gasps> like I just turned through World War II. <laughs> and you, it's a natural thing. Here's the thing. It is natural to compare. I don't think it's something that's unnatural. But when you can get really good at stopping yourself to say, hey, you look beautiful, Kelly. I'm so proud of you that you took the time and you look so flawless today, even though I feel like I don't. But that's okay, right? And, and so to kind of take these, the second we start to compare or doubt ourselves, it's you, you got to practice positive self-talk and some, some affirmations to say, hey, you rock too. Some days your hair looks like that, right? Um, and I, I tell this to our clients all the time, your muscle is a brain. You can't think of doing push-ups and get in shape. You actually have to do push-ups to get stronger. And it's the same thing with our brain. It's a muscle. And so if we're not practicing, whether it be, you know, I, I try really hard every day, the first thing when I wake up to spit out at least three positive things, either about myself or what I'm grateful for. So yesterday it was, hey, Nicole, today you're going to crush this day. You're going to do your very best and you're an awesome mom. Those are the three things I said to myself. And it just, it sounds corny if you've never done it, but I promise like the more you do it, the more it becomes your reality and it puts you in such a better headspace than opening up your eyes. And the first thing you do is take your phone, scroll and compare, scroll and compare. Right. Um, so we allow all of this into our life. Right. And, and we create our space. And so it does take discipline because the first thing I want to do usually is pick up my phone. I say, no, that's not going to take me to where I need to be today. Mentally. Exactly. Oh, I love everything you just said so much because I have learned over the years, like you said, it sounds a little corny to say, oh, write out your affirmations. Right. But when you pick that pen up and you actually write down, I am 
I mean, this goes back. This is what a lot of people are teaching right now, but it works, like you said, so much so that you actually start believing those words about yourself. I mean, there was time, there's times when I don't feel smart enough. I don't even want to go into a room with certain people because I'm not, I'm, you know, I'm not, I've never been in corporate America. I never worked. You know, I was always an entrepreneur since the day I got out of college, pretty much. And so sometimes I don't feel smart enough talking to people in different areas, you know, but then I have to say, Kelly, I am smart. I am capable and I can do all things, right? And, and it's not the reality. In that room for a reason, right? Right. And remember that. I was in that room taking right. photos for a reason. Exactly. And, and it's, it's so easy, Kelly, to be like, what am I even doing here? I'm not a right. people. Well, there's a reason you're there, you know? Right. And I think having reminders written out, if it's sticky notes, I tell my clients as well, my coaching clients, you know, if you're in the car, a lot of the time, you know, up for most of your day, put some sticky notes on your dashboard, on your console, just write, I can do this. I feel pretty. Whatever it is that you're not feeling, write that down and it's going to become how you feel. No matter how you look at it, it doesn't yeah. matter. It I works. Agree. It's proven to work. And I love that you just spoke all about that because that's my favorite thing that honestly, I've been working on in the last year or two, and it's helped me so much to just accept myself, you know, because we don't wake up all, oh, I'm so smart today and very pretty and I feel great and I'm going to, no, we have to talk to ourselves and, and go through the, you know, I'm tired today. I'm a busy mom, but you know what? I'm a great mom and I'm going to do this and I'm going to spend time with my child today or whatever it is that's going to make you feel happy. Right. You just, you know, but I love that. So, you know, we all have tough conversations that we just talked about, and we have to have these tough conversations, maybe write things down, our non-negotiables, but those are all things that are going to help us move forward. That's what this is all about. But how do you overcome your fears so you can take, because we all do have fears, you know, so Nicole, how do you overcome your fears or how do you help your clients overcome their fears of getting back into the gym and in because maybe they don't feel good enough right now or they feel heavy and they need to lose so much weight and they're so afraid to just step into that place because they don't want to feel awkward you know it right their insecurity rises right. so how do you help them or coach them through those moments i keep it black and white kelly i say jump right into it jump right into fear just face fear in the face as fast as you can because the more you you sit there and think about it, the more fearful you will become. So it's taking action. That is the number one thing that I always just suggest to my clients, whether it's, I can't tell you how many uh, emails and text messages we get about how long it's taken someone to walk through our doors at Body Rock. And it's every single time it's, wow, I should have done this sooner. And that's with anything in life. The more you sit there and the more time that passes is more time that you have to feed your mind all the bullshit, right? Mm -hmm. Versus just take action as soon as you possibly can. Talk about like five, four, three, two, one, go. That that's something that has worked very well for me. Where fear can't catch up to me because I'm going ahead, right? Like I'm not even going to think about it. I'm going to do it messy. It's not going to be perfect, but I'm going to do it. And taking action has never ever let me down. 
ever. I love, I love, love, love that because even for myself, jumping into this podcast show that I'm starting because, yep. you know, I was, I've always wanted to do a podcast. I was speaking to a friend the other day that in 2016, I wrote out my podcast. Well, I was fearful. I don't know why. I just, and I said to myself, okay, enough. Get up. Five, four, three, two, one. Love Mel as well. I love Mel Robbins. But that's what you have to do. You have to just jump in. Because if you let fear stop you, you're never going to move forward. Right? I mean, it's so true. So, and then you're always grateful after you do that thing. You take the messy action. It's called messy action. But because it is messy. I mean, it's very messy. But no one. When you text me, um, and I mean, this was quick, right? You text me two days ago, or like Friday. Yes, me five years ago, I would have been like, no, I need a week. Please tell me what the questions are. I have to prepare. I have to rehearse. I don't even know. I had no clue what you were going to ask me. It's just go, go, because what is the worst that can happen? Is that you're going to mess up or stutter or say the wrong answer? It's just. So what I've learned is just to go because it's never going to be perfect. Right. And I love that you just said, what is the worst that's going to happen? What is? You learn a lesson. That's the worst thing, right? With anything. I mean, you're going for a a promotion at work. I mean, listen, by asking, you might get that promotion. If you don't, you're definitely not getting it. So what's the worst that can happen? I love that. I even write things down like that. Ellie, what is the worst that is going to happen? I'm not going to die. that's the only thing that would stop me is, is if I'm going to die. That's right. Most it. of the that's time the we're worst, not going right? to die. <laughs> that is the worst. And another thing too is um, I feel like people are so afraid and try to stand clear of failure. And I'll tell you, anytime I've quote unquote failed, it's always taught me a very valuable lesson. So it's either I win or I learn. I never lose. I either win or I learn. Um, and I feel like people tread so carefully with things because they're so afraid of failure. Um, and I feel like that's just really the wrong approach. It is. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, you being surrounded by, are there men in your gym? There, yeah. okay, so there's both, right? Okay. I, we I thought so. Women, and, women, but we do have plenty of men too, yeah. So through the years, you've, um, I mean, you've just developed into this beautiful woman that you are and such a role model for so many women and people men too, but you created the beautiful workshops and I love this. And I was part of one of your workshops and it was just so inspiring and gave so many women hope. So tell us a little bit about that and what it is so they can find out more. I'll tell you from, you know, where I'm at in my life today, this is the part of my business now going on 10 years now of Body Rock. It's the part of my business that I'm so proud of and so excited about because let's face it. I think you and I talked about it before we came on is any, you can get someone in shape. That's kind of like the easy part. Now we know what to do to get someone to lose 10 pounds, 50 pounds, and it's great. And it is life changing. But when you can not only work on help them with their physical, but their mental and their emotional and these demons that are in their brains talking to them like you know just just bringing them down whether it's insecurities or toxic people this is what lights my soul on fire now um the beautiful workshop just to see how it's grown has just been incredible it started with just competitors because 
we just saw just girl after girl, woman after woman, they would come into the office, they would check in. And no matter how perfect the body, they still complained. And it was never good enough, right? And I actually just wrote a post on Instagram yesterday or the day before. And I said, if you're waiting for the point where you have six pack abs and zero cottage cheese behind your legs, and you think that's going to bring you happiness, you're dead wrong. You're dead wrong. And you're fooling yourself, sister, because it's all up here in your brain. And again, self-talk who and what we're surrounding ourselves with. So that's how the beautiful workshop was born. Um, and it grew, it went from just the competitors to then our lifestyle clients and everyone at the studio, they were like, Hey, I want in. So it went from like 10 to 50. And then we made it this big annual, um, beautiful workshop brunch, which you were at last year. And so now it's just this amazing event. We've got the, uh, we've been able to get the workshop into high schools, we actually just did two this past month at elementary schools, which, you know, we tailored it towards the younger crowd, but it was, it just fills my heart in a way that I, I honestly can't put into words. It's been incredible to see how it's grown and awesome. the value that it's brought. Congratulations. I Thank mean, you. it's amazing. And I'm just so proud of you for that. I mean, so many women need that workshop 100%, right? Yeah. I mean, it was amazing just being there. But, you know, when you do look at these young women that don't feel good about themselves, you know, I know we talk about discipline, but if somebody's listening right now, what else can you tell them that they can do right this minute to gain a little more self-respect, bring up their confidence a little bit, give them a little bit of hope? What would you suggest? Um, oh, my God, so many things. Um... One of the examples I give when we do it for high schoolers is um, I, I actually pull up. So it's a side by side of, I know one is like, I think it's just both of my um, oxygen magazine covers. And then I have a little diagram and it's all of these um, things that people have said about my physical appearance, whether it be, you know, when I would go to compete and a judge says, Hey, Nicole, if you want to win, you just got to put on a little bit more muscle. And then I had my um, modeling agency, Wilhelmina, they're like, you got to lose muscle if you want to be more mainstream, right? And it's this, this idea that it's all opinion. And what matters is what you think of yourself and, and what makes you happy, right? And so you're never going to please everyone, right? So you might as well stop trying and start pleasing yourself and start loving yourself because it's all opinion and you're never going to make everyone 100% happy all of the time. So I had to sit back with myself and say, Nicole, what do you want? Do you want more muscle or do you want less muscle? Like what would make you happy? Um, you know, so, so many, Oh, there's another good one that we do at this workshop. My, my, my mole, that's what Maya calls it. I call it a beauty mark for those who can't, obviously you can't see me right now. I have a on my left upper lip, I have a beauty mark. And you have the Cindy Crawford mark. It's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and when I was younger, I hated it. And I was like, mom, it looks like a booger on my nose. <laughs> and now I love it. But um, oxygen, if you'll notice on my magazine cover, it's not there. Right? And I think it was by accident. But I'm like, hey, well, what if they didn't like it? But it's, it's part of me. It's who I am. And again, just, just owning who you are. Before, I used to look at this as a flaw. But it's part of who I am right? Accepting your flaws is probably the first thing that I would, um, I would, I would recommend women start working on. 
is just accepting the fact that nobody, not one single woman, man, nobody's perfect and no one's normal and accepting that and under, and really trying hard to understand that. I love that. No one's perfect. No one's normal. There's no such thing. No it, such thing. It really is so true. And I, I love that, you know, you said, I love how you said, what do I want? I think that's a big question that no one addresses to themselves, right? Right. I don't, you don't see, everybody's doing what they think people want yes. them to do. Right. And it's supposed to be, like you said, wait a minute, do I want more muscle? Do I want less? Right. What do I want? So if you are right now struggling with your weight and you are going to the gym is just, oh, it's like making you feel exhausted, but you feel you have to go sit back, take a minute, take right. some quiet time. What do you really want? Do you want to feel healthy on the inside? Is this for you? Or are you putting so much pressure on yourself because people around you are saying, you should go to the gym. You right. need to do something. Well, wait a minute. How do you feel inside? Do you feel healthy? Can you walk a flight of stairs? Are you out of breath? Are those things bothering you? If they are, then you really have to get real with yourself. Take a minute and say, you know what? I need to do something for me, not for anybody else. And I'm going to take that step. And I'm going to go towards something that's going to make me happy. Right. That's what it's all about. I love that, Kelly, because that's a big piece of advice I give is get to know yourself. I feel like women don't spend enough time with themselves. And I ask tough questions like, you know, do you like the type of music you like because it's just what everyone else had liked at the time? Like, who are you, right? And spend some time with yourself, some alone time to get to figure yourself out. What makes you tick? What makes you happy and feel alive? Um, and that's just really important, even with like style nowadays or whatever it is, or I feel like lately, and, and again, it, it's okay. It is what it is. But like, I feel like now more than ever, everyone's going towards the same look. Like everyone kind of just looks the same with whether it be contouring or the lips or the this and that. And it's like, well, what are you like? What do you think? I, I tell this to my sister all the time. She's always like, Nick, does this outfit look good? I'm like, what does it matter what I think? What do, do you like it? Do you feel beautiful and comfortable? And if the answer is yes, girlfriend, you rock that outfit. <laughs> and I feel like we don't do enough of that to sit back and take a time out to say, well, what do I like? And what makes me happy? You know? 100%. I think it's because we're not taking that time out because we're just too busy on social media. Yeah. I mean, the phones are very consuming, which is awful because I have a 13 year old and it's almost like if I take it out of his hand, the, the poor kid starts shaking. Yeah, <laughs> and it's, it, it's like, wait a minute, this is a problem. So yes, taking time for yourself, teaching our children that, you know, all the women out there, the moms slow down a little bit, take some time just to think, what do you want? What are your goals? What are you trying to achieve in your life? Is it just to be a great mom? Well, good. Focus on that one thing today to be a great mom. And if it's your health, Focus on that one thing today. What can I do today to make me feel good, feel healthy today? Don't think about next week. Don't think about the 45 pounds that you need to lose. You know, even if you're in a relationship, what is that one thing you can do today? Can you give your spouse or your partner a compliment? 
that will make that person's day. Just do that kind thing that you know you would love to have done to you. Yeah. So, you know, that's people, all about. I think people underestimate small steps in the right direction because mm -hmm. they can lead to big change. And so I'll tell you, I, I'm the first to admit I've been guilty in the past of everything has to be perfect. It's like that all or nothing mentality, you know, but it's like, no, you're right, Kelly. Like, what is the one thing I can do today that's going to make me feel happy and move me in the right direction? Mm -hmm. um, and so that, you know, I talked earlier about my to-do list. I am totally okay now with the fact that I know it's just not all going to get done and that's okay. But I can look back and say, I'm trying my best. I'm happy, you know, um, but small steps in the right direction versus overwhelming yourself. And I talk a lot about this with our lifestyle clients. We do a lot of um, 12 week transformation programs. I'm like, guys, it's not going to be perfect. Do not beat yourself up when you feel like you've failed because there's always an, a new opportunity, not even a new day, a new hour. This next hour, it's going to be different, right? Um, because I feel like there's this all or nothing mentality where it's like, well, if I can't get to the gym five days a week, I'm just not going to go at all. Right. But how about you just go today and worry about today and who knows about tomorrow, right? Who knows if we're even going to be here tomorrow. And that is when I tell you, Kelly, that's something when, when we talk about, you know, how, how do you move forward through like tough things? Today's a gift. Today is a gift. And Amen. I, I do not know. I mean. Hopefully I will be here tomorrow, but that's not guaranteed. Right. And so, you know, anytime I've been through something difficult and I know I'm kind of going left field here, but I feel like the one thing that has gotten me through life obstacles and tough situations is knowing that this, this too shall pass, right? This too shall pass. And if there's one thing that can always help a hard situation, it's time. I can't think of one thing that's ever happened bad in my life where time has not made it better, right? And so in the moment when you're emotional about it or sometimes it paralyzes you, right? Um, continue to take action and, and know and keep telling yourself in the back of your mind, this too shall pass. And there's, it can always be worse. It can always be worse. And you don't know if tomorrow's promised. So just do your best to have a positive day. And that's why when people say, Nicole, you are literally always in a good mood. Like I, I have so many people, especially clients that are like, are you always this happy? I'm like, it's not that I try to put on this front that I'm always happy, but I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. And that is something that can be such a game changer in someone's life to literally take them from this negative mindset to like, wow, life's not that bad is gratitude has changed me in more ways that I could ever, ever even explain. I'm so grateful for another day. I'm so grateful that my kids are healthy, that I'm healthy. And so why wouldn't I be in a good mood? I don't care that there was traffic. I don't care that I'm, you know, fighting with Greg or whatever bad's happening in the day. This is, a, this is a gift today. And when you keep telling yourself that, suddenly you become more positive. And you're like, all right, this isn't that bad. I can get through this. I'm strong. Oh, wow. You just said so much. I mean, everything you said was how I feel. I have so much gratitude as well, but I didn't always. I, I, was, I was probably one of those people that might have said, Nicole, are you always this happy? Yeah. I mean, goodness gracious, can you please tell me you get in a bad mood? Well, I have been doing a lot of self-development work also, and it, has, it is a game changer. I mean, that's the bottom line. 
for those that don't know what we're talking about, maybe you don't do any of this stuff, just try it. Try it, please. Because if you are somewhat miserable, and that's okay, maybe you like being miserable. Most of the time you don't. But if you feel stuck and you're just in a bad situation, or maybe you're going through something that's real, like we all have. I mean, I am a breast cancer survivor. I know what it's like to feel like I'm falling on my face and I'm drowning because I didn't know if I was going to live or die. You don't know. Life is a gift. And when you're alive and breathing in the moment, just take that moment and be grateful. Because so like you said, we don't know if we're going to be here tomorrow. I just love everything that you said. You're such an inspiration. And I love all the hope that you're putting out there for people. I mean, you're a hardworking girl. You have your family, you're hustling, you're just doing all these unbelievable things. Tell me, what is your next climb? Where are you climbing to next, Nicole? Wow, always climbing, Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> always climbing, always. Um, I think, well, in business, it's right now, um, I juggling these now two facilities. Um, owning a second body rock is very new to us. So the next climb is just making sure that they're both highly successful um, and just reaching more people, right? And because that's why we're doing what we do is just to help people live healthy, happier lives. Um, so that's always the climb. It's who else can we talk to next? Who else can we help? Um, and then also in business, continuing to grow the beautiful workshop because that is something to me that's just near and dear to my heart and I love it so much. And then my client, just in personal life, is just um, to, to continue working on, on balance. Um, and I've been doing a really good job at it. And, you know, I remember the days where I couldn't put down my phone because I, got, I have to get back to that text message. And, and gone are those days where it's like, all right, it's Sunday. And here's my time block for my kids. And they have my undivided attention because that is the most important part of my life, right? Um, so, yeah, I mean, there's, <laughs> we talk about this all the time. Um, one of my business partners, Katie, she said, do you think it'll ever calm down for us? I said, no, it's not in our nature. We're always looking for the next opportunity to climb and to be better. Um, and I'm highly, highly interested in personal growth. I always ask myself, like, Nick, how can you be better as a person? You know, what are the things you love about yourself? And what are some things, if you can do some self-reflection, that you would want to change? And I try to do this like self inventory every now and then. Um, and so climbing in that capacity where I'm always fighting to be a better version of myself. Oh, do I love that. That's, that's the work I think people miss. Yes. They miss, they work on everybody else. They work on all the other things. You have to start and stop and work on yourself. Yeah. You only have you. You have to lay that head down at night, go to bed with your thoughts. And that you said it perfect. So, yeah. and, um, and you know, Kelly, it's that word again. It's discipline because it's easy to stay complacent and just be the same person you were last year, five years ago, ten years ago. It takes discipline, and it does take work to to work on yourself as a person, whether it's physically and or mentally. So, um, but yeah, this is this is awesome, Kelly. I'm so happy that you you invited me. Thank you so much for being a guest. I mean, I love everything you do, and I'm just so proud of you. And why don't you tell people where they can find you? Sure. Um, on Facebook, it's just uh, Nicole Costa. And then Instagram, it's long. <laughs> Nicole underscore Costa underscore fit is my username. 
Perfect. Well, everybody needs to start watching out for Nicole because she is climbing. And I'm climbing. I'm not stopping. Just go. not stopping. One climb. I love it. Well, thanks so much, Nicole, and good luck with everything. And I wish you so much success. Likewise, I'm very proud of you too. And thank thanks. you again for having me on. If you love this episode, make sure you guys tag me. And because I appreciate you all so much, I am offering you 10% off my course, Addicted to the Climb. You can find that on my website, kellytyan.com. Make sure to spell it K-E-L-L-E-Y-T-Y-A-N. Until the next time, keep on climbing.